0: Hey guys, thanks for listening to The Go Home Show. If you haven't already, go to iTunes and subscribe to the show. Leave a rating and some feedback so we can continue to grow. Don't want to download the file? Go to youtube.com slash ericbedour and listen to the newest episode every week.
1: This week's episode of The Go Home Show is sponsored by Loot Crate. Head on over to lootcrate.com mega64 and sign up to get a differently themed package delivered to your home each month. Go oh, home. Oh. Oh. Go home!
0: All right, guys, and welcome to episode eight of the Go Home Show. I'm Eric Bedour here with my best friend Brian Abu Shaker. Brian, how are you doing? I'm good. best friends with Eric, so hell, I'm doing good. Hell yeah! How was your day at work today? It was pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Brian gets off work, comes straight here, makes us delicious coffee, mm-hmm. and then we get to sit down and talk wrestling. Uh, For you guys, for about an hour. Which is fun. I always have a really good time. This is, uh, honestly, especially this week, this is something I was really, really, really looking forward to. Oh yeah, me too. Hey guys, this is a time in wrestling, and this happens. Wrestling is all ebbs and flows. If you're new to it, thank you for listening. This is great. Uh, Wrestling goes in ebbs and flows. There are always going to be times where you go, this is fucking incredible. They're doing everything right. Yep. But those are only, like punctuated by those moments where you just go, what the fuck are they
1: doing? Absolutely. And
0: and those moments of what the fuck are they doing have to happen because mm-hmm. otherwise these highs don't feel so high. Nope. And what a fucking incredible 48 hours of wrestling. Oh my God. Two days that like will be remembered for a very, very long time. Yep. As awesome days in pro wrestling history. This is the start of a new generation and, and in I, wrestling. And I think that is extremely punctuated by what we've seen yep. over the last few days. I, I'm so excited just to talk about it because we've been talking, Brian oh and I have God. seen a lot of each other in like the last two days and have the taught topic of conversation <laughs> has been wrestling almost the whole time. Yeah. Because it's so exciting right now. It's just, it's, God, there, and you know what? There will always be dissension. There will always be people saying like, "This isn't very good. They're not going right. In the right direction." Hey, you know what? You Who can cares? be naysayers on you, all you want. You post about it on your forums all you want how the character that you like isn't working right. Look at the product as a whole. It's so exciting. It's so good right I, now, and and it's great because coming off a high week like this, it's so much fun, and it makes me so nervous for next week because I know they can't follow it uh-huh. up. The thing that makes a great show uh if you guys aren't aware is a crowd a crowd can yep. make or break what you are seeing mm-hmm. on raw or on smackdown or on a pay-per-view mm-hmm. and the last two days of wrestling wrestlemania 30 and raw right afterwards had awesome crowds they did. that I, I feel like were hot in a way that an attitude era crowd was where they would be so big mm-hmm. on something fresh and exciting and so down on stale stuff yep um they weren't trying to get themselves over by chanting we are awesome which i think is the worst crowd chant you can come up with Uh, but there were new chants, uh, Bray's Gonna Kill You, Hounds of Justice. Dude, Uh, so many good chants. People chanting the whole, he's got the whole world in his hands, they're singing it. I, awesome, 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 awesome. Great week of wrestling, so let's dive in. Let's go, because we're wasting three minutes in what, what should be a much longer show, but we're keeping it to a fucking hour. Yes, we are. Everyone out there, consistency is the mark of greatness, and we're staying that way. That's right. Okay, so... Let's talk about—we're not even going to talk about NXT because it's, it's, we, there's enough NXT on Raw for NXT. Yeah. Okay, so SmackDown, uh, which Brian didn't watch. Match number one, Dolph Ziggler versus Titus O'Neil. What a hell of a kickoff. Yeah. Uh, Dolph Ziggler reversed a backbreaker into a zigzag. That's match one. Right. Then your main event, <laughs> Los Matadores versus The Real Americans. The Real Americans won with uh, Cesaro hitting a neutralizer uh cesaro and coulter got into it a little bit right. other than that there wasn't anything really noteworthy uh about that match and then hulk hogan returns to smackdown the end D- uh, i mean hey there uh, cool. were there were two matches a promo and then a promo 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 and a promo, promo, promo and a promo <laughs> and a promo 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 promo why would i watch it and this is why i don't watch smackdown <laughs> god man why do you have it as a show it, but you know what hey it's the bill of wrestlemania whatever but like as a go-home show somebody asked this Oh, what's the Go Home Show? Where does that name come from? A Go Home Show is the last show mm-hmm. before the big event on pay-per-view. I mean, in this case, pay-per-view. So Raw's Go Home Show was last week. Right. And then SmackDown's Go Home Show was last week. And then WrestleMania happened. So those are the Go Home Shows. Those are the ones where they're supposed to sell you the audience on going and buying the pay-per-view. Absolutely. So in case you were wondering, that's what the Go Home Show yep. is. That That's where the name comes from. And we were clever little boys and stole it. Yes, we, we were. sneaking, and snuck and grabbed it. And then, uh, also, if you didn't know, there was a podcast right before us on iTunes called The Go Home Show. I think they made four episodes and then didn't make any more. When me and Brian recorded the first episode of this, we found out about it, and we just went, doesn't matter, we're going to outlast them, fuck it. I guess it did
1: not take as long nope. as we thought it was yeah, going Yeah, we to. really did I <laughs> think it was going to take longer. <laughs>
0: outlast! Yes! So then, uh, WrestleMania. We watched the pre-show. Yeah. We watched everything. We watched everything. Uh, we didn't even really mean to. It was just, I went over to Brian's house, yeah. uh, who was gracious enough to host. Uh, we had a, a, mimosas and guacamole and Hell beer, year. and then it got fuzzy. And, and then, then rice then, krispie and treats. Rice krispie. Oh, I forgot about the rice krispie treats. Oh, I didn't. It was great. It was a fun night. That's a little hazy. Oh yeah. But uh, don't worry. There's we have plenty to say about WrestleMania. <laughs> um, the pre-show match was the Fatal Four-Way Elimination Tag Match: Ryback, Los Matadores, the Real Americans, and the Usos. Uh, I thought the Usos had a cool entrance. They did their they're mm-hmm. beating their, beat their chests yeah. and, and they had the tassels. Cesaro came down in a very sparkly jacket. Which was new. Yeah, Uh, which we'll get to later, Mm -hmm. why he had that. Uh, So in that Fatal 4-Way match, which I thought was pretty good, it it was a good pre-show match to get everyone into it. The crowd was chaining We the People, marking out for Cesaro. Hey, the term marking out, I can't believe I just said that. I'm really sorry. Uh, They were going crazy for Cesaro. Uh, The order of elimination... Los Matadores got eliminated when Jack Swagger locked an ankle lock onto Matador One. Yeah. Uh, after that, Ryback Soul was eliminated when Ryback took the Neutralizer. And then after that, it was the team of the Usos mm-hmm. and uh, the Real Americans, and it ended with Cesaro getting double splashed. And the Usos walk out. They have their little WrestleMania moment. Good for them. Good for them. The crowd not too thrilled because they Mm want to see Cesaro do big things. Hey, guys, all you had to do was wait about an hour. Yes. We saw Cesaro do some big things. Uh, Cool little moment at the end Mm -hmm. where Jack Swagger comes in and puts the Patriot lock on Cesaro. Cesaro, And uh, the crowd starts booing it. Zeb Coulter goes, no, you can't do this. Stop, stop, stop. And then so he stops. And then they go over and they're going to hug. And then Cesaro does the giant swing. On Jack Swagger to the crowd's approval. And uh, in that moment, I think that you saw that the Real Americans were pretty much done. They were done. Uh, Cesaro walking out Mm -hmm. and doing his own thing to the crowd's delight. Oh, they loved it. So then the pre-show ended Mm -hmm. and the actual event started. One thing I can say about WWE Network, good job, Awesome quality all the awesome. way through. No stutters. The, there was audio problems in the pre-show, which made me nervous, but it fixed right before I think the match. About yeah. Uh, so it seemed like they knew there was an issue. They were. It looked like they were maybe like solving it, and then we're yeah. like, "Okay, we got it.
1: We yeah. got it." And then, well, I tweeted at Vince McMahon. I yeah. said, "You know, audio's Brian, fucked up." Brian said, "Audio's fucked up, Vince." I said, "Hey, Vince, Vinny Mac. This is Brian from the Go Home Show. You know, big respect. Uh, back and forth, uh, two moguls. Fix this fucking audio." And, uh, and he did. He didn't even have to say anything back to me because he knows the respect that we carry. You know, it's uh, one person. It's a one-way street. Uh, made it happen. So thank you guys can go ahead and thank Brian, the mogul of the Go Home Show, uh, for <laughs> talking to his
0: friend Vince. He calls him Vince. And uh, just said, hey, fix it. Yeah. So after that, no problems None at, at all. all. Um, I haven't really heard anything from anyone that said, like, it wasn't working. One kid on Facebook said that he joined it late and it was all stuttery and he couldn't get it started and he was mad. Sorry. Uh, watch on time. I don't know. I'm sorry. Uh, so it started with Real American. I'm a Real American. Yeah. Hulk Hogan comes out and he goes, dude, brother, brother, dude, Jack. Uh, Man. And the crowd's, yay. And they're, they're excited because it's Hulk Hogan and yeah. it's WrestleMania 30. Yeah. But I felt like they were being
1: very polite. They were. Uh, it was. Okay. Because they were, they were, this was what, the sixth time that we'd seen him and it's like, okay, we get it. You're going to come out here. Tell us about WrestleMania, how much you love it. Dude, dude, brother, Jack, dude, WrestleMania, brother, with, yeah, Jack. Yeah. Yeah. Glass Shatters!
0: Stone Cold Steve Austin. Lost me, my mind. Me and Brian were oh fuck! Oh fuck! We we're about two mimosas in at this yeah. point. Yeah, we were very excited. Stone Cold comes out. Uh he talks about uh WrestleMania one. What? WrestleMania two? What? WrestleMania three? What? All the way to like 10. And and he just goes, <laughs> and I could go on and on. There he's throwing out catchphrases saying what an honor it is. It's mm-hmm. great. Getting up in the face of Hulk. Yep, it was very cool. Awesome moment. A lot of tension was building. And then, if you smell what the rock is cooking, which led to, oh, fuck! Oh, my God! Yep. Uh, so the rock comes out looking fucking fit.
1: Yeah, he does. Jesus Christ. Hey,
0: Hercules, that, Hercules. That, that shirt was probably, like, a size too small for that guy. Yeah, I think on purpose. But, like, looking shredded, comes out, hey, cut out hell of a promo dude the best he's done in a long time I, I agree I think that was better than anything he's done mm-hmm. against John Cena mm-hmm. like the last two years anything like that I awesome promo mm-hmm. I think it was because it was wrapped up in an awesome moment yeah where it was everyone giving each other their dues it's arguably the three biggest wrestling names of all time yeah you could definitely say something like San Martino belongs in there and, and, and there are Absolutely. a couple there are a couple people that you could throw in there but as far as televised wrestling and notoriety that, yeah that really made it yeah. something. It is Hulk Hogan, Stone Cold, Steve Austin, and The Rock. Absolutely. And I would say it might even be like in that order. Uh, so really incredible to see all three of those guys in the ring. Uh, Steve Austin gets a whole bunch of beers tossed to him, and then they all cheers in the mm-hmm. middle of the ring. Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. That was great. Awesome way. It was a, hey, it was a half-hour promo. It was a half-hour. for On a four-hour show. Perfect. I, I thought, that was great. I thought it was a great way to open the show and give WrestleMania kind of its due of this is how big this is going to be. Yeah. Cool looking set, mm-hmm. big crowd, real hot crowd too, all I like night. the crowd. Uh, so good for them. Uh, so after the opening promo, we had what we thought was going to be the opening match, which was Daniel Bryan against Triple H. Mm-hmm. Uh, my voice cracked, sounded great, because uh, I'm so excited. Yes. Daniel Bryan against Triple H, good opening match, good back and forth. Pretty good, uh, yeah. Triple H playing an awesome heel, Stephanie McMahon being an even better heel. Oh my god. What the fuck was she wearing? I don't, I, she looked like Zatanna. <laughs> I, I, saw, all, I saw somebody, I think on Tumblr, uh-huh. uh, that said that she was cosplaying as Hunter Hearst Helmsley from when he first came into the <laughs> WWF.
1: <laughs> it was like a coat with tails and a ruffled shirt. All she had to say was uh, Nairab Sussal and then he would have lost, and it would have been magic. There are about, I think half the audience that got that, and about half the audience that went, what the fuck did that mean? So
0: thank you, Brian. Uh, that's a 10 percenter. Uh So the match was good back and forth. I thought it was a great opener. Mm-hmm. It really put over Daniel Bryan, his shoulder being hurt. Mm-hmm. And Triple H played up the heel, played up uh, all Daniel Bryan's offense. The ma- the ending came where it was a back and forth. Like, there would be, like, a Triple H would do, like, a crossface and then go for the S-lock and roll on the rope yeah. getting around and moving. And it was Tri- a, a very cool yeah. back and forth match that ended with Daniel Bryan hitting that running knee, blasting Triple H, one, two, three, Dude, the authorities pissed. They attacked Daniel Bryan mm-hmm. and just beat the shit out of his shoulder, giving that main event one more layer. little layer mm-hmm. of oh man, he's really you know that shoulder's injured, and now it's gonna be twice as injured because Triple H took a yeah he just took a chair to the sh-
1: oh incredible, mm-hmm. uh really cool moment. Yeah, I really love that Triple H was throwing out offense that we don't normally see him do, mm-hmm. doing the cross face. Like I get that you know got to work the shoulder. Yep, but. That's great of him to work in a move that he doesn't normally do. You actually didn't see a lot of those running knees and like the knee uh, knee to the head. Mm -hmm. It was cool to see Triple H throw in different moves, and Mm -hmm. he looked giant. Yeah, hey, Triple H, we were
0: were talking about this at the time. Triple H probably went to The Rock and said, hey man, notice you've probably been doing hormone replacement therapy. Uh, Let me know who's doing that for you. I really like that hookup. Because (laughs) Triple H was jacked as fuck. Fuck.
1: Jesus. That I've never looked look
0: that big. The, the only time I can think about when he looked that big is when he came back from the quad injury mm-hmm. in one Royal Rumble. When he came back and just looked like a monster, because I have a feeling he was on some shit to get better faster. Yeah. Because
1: he looked like... Uh, he had muscles on muscles. dude looked like Ryback. He was fucking huge. His entrance, by the way, was mm. awesome. Oh, yeah. I love that he, does, he throws that little, and he peppers that little, like, just giant theatrical I, thing into it. I thought it was cool, too, because then Daniel Bryan had the
0: smaller entrance mm-hmm. and it is just it I feel, I feel like it played up Triple H as like that COO of like I get all the I get the accolades I get the attention yeah I get it's it is the me 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 thing mm-hmm. that you just watch it and you go fuck you you're burying him fuck yes. you fuck you it's the internet fan mm-hmm. hating him because oh, Daniel Bryan gets the smaller entrance and all that stuff uh, so that was really cool. That was. Right after that, the match that I forgot about uh, right away was uh, New Age Outlaws and Kane against The Shield. I'm not saying I forgot about it because it was bad. It was very short, but it was very pointed. The Shield came in and fucking ran rough shot on that team. It was awesome. I thought that was great. I thought it made... Because it doesn't hurt the New Age Outlaws or Kane to lose like no. that. They're, hey, they're established. Those guys That's are it. fine. Yeah. Uh, the Shield coming in and decimating was... Awesome, love their masks. Uh, uh, the masks, I think, are like a new thing they're gonna be doing. Yeah, hey, that's gonna be merchandise that they will sell and have. Like, I might buy. Yeah, people, people are super into it. it I looks like really it. good. Uh, they wore them on RAW too. Yeah, which was cool. Uh, so they did a double triple power bomb. They pa- they power both the New Age Outlaws at the same time. Holy shit! What we were talking about is that Roman Reigns is so over with the crowd. All three of the guys are, but uh, Roman Reigns specifically, when he starts doing like that, you can't see it because it's an audio podcast. But he's like, kind of like, he starts like nodding his head like a little bit, and he's like stalking around the ring kind of slow, yeah. and the crowd starts going ooh, yeah, ooh, ooh, like they're getting, like they're doing it. It's it, like a cock of the walk it, thing. It, it's, it's, re- like, it's, it's like it's really like, fucking cool. Yeah, he's got like this little head nod. Yeah, it's just like he's, he's just like fucking strut. I love it. He looks like the fucking king of the pack, and he's strutting around mm-hmm. or whatever. And then he gets to that corner, and that ooh ah that the crowd is super into. Great, they really, love it. really awesome quick match i don't think that match needed to go for length no i I felt like they did the right thing it was weird the new age outlaws came out started doing their entrance and then the shield cut theirs off yeah and then kane cut theirs off it was really awesome that was a
1: really cool and then it it was like
0: fucking go time it was really cool after that you had the andre the giant memorial uh match what did you think of that match
1: it was a match that i went into it going oh man what a way to like just throw in as much talent as you can and kill like Thirty minutes of time. I think WWE likes to have as many people on screen as they can
0: to show how deep their roster is. Yeah, you know what I
1: mean. Which I like, but yeah. I I feel like when you have four hours, you can put as many people on the screen as you can, but you can make dynamic matches or something like really interesting, and they did. Yeah, honestly, the the Andre the
0: Giant Memorial Battle Royal was better than I thought it was going to be. Me too. On uh, Big Show came out in the Andre the Giant singlet. I love that. Had the one had the one strap and everything. Hasn't uh, worn that
1: in like ten years. Rey
0: Mysterio. Had a Andre the Giant, uh, shepherd fairy like Obey oh, thing oh. On, on his tights. I didn't notice that. That, that Obey face, that's mm-hmm. Andre's face, and he I had it that. on the side of his tights. Oh, that's cool. So I thought that was a little cool homage. Uh, the match got going with people just getting tossed and tossed. I think Yoshitatsu was the first tossed. Sorry, man. Hmm. Uh, Brad Maddox, I think, was the second tossed. Try <sighs> Good try, Brad. Hey, I like Brad Maddox. I do, too. Yeah, he, he could probably have a spot on the roster. I think he's an underused talent. Um, I agree. So people are getting tossed around. It looked pretty good. Uh, it came down to the last two, who I don't think anyone was expecting. The Big Show, yes. Yeah. And Antonio Cesaro. Right. Wow. Mm-hmm. Hey, and the crowd was like, fucking nuts. Yeah. But then there was a spot where Big Show almost eliminates Cesaro, and the crowd starts, boo, boo, boo. Right. And then it comes back, and in an homage to WrestleMania three, mm-hmm. Cesaro not only lifts Big Show to slam him, lifts him walks towards the ropes, and, and then slams him over.
1: Over the top rope. And
0: wins the Andre the Giant Memorial Trophy, which is, they said is over 100 pounds. And when he lifted it, looked like it was over 100 pounds. Yeah. That was a big-ass trophy. Yes. Awesome. Man, they are pushing that guy so hard, as evidenced by the next night on Raw, which, which we'll, we'll get, get to. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> uh, really cool match. I really enjoyed it. I actually had a good time with it. Um, Me too. There's a spot where Kofi gets tossed over the... The center, like the like the the turnbuckle, yeah, like the turn post, goes to the outside and oh, his feet land on the mm-hmm. uh, the step and then he climbs back in. Kofi always has some kind of royal rumble thing like yeah. that. Good for him. Good, why, yeah. why not? Hey, get get your little moment. Yeah, good, why not? Good for you if you're um, not being used any other way. Yeah, yeah. So Cesaro wins. Good Awesome job, man. he, had a, that was he cool. had a cool jacket. He had some cool tights. I love it. Yeah, I liked his. I liked the goldenest tights. It looked really good. And it mm-hmm. matched Swagger mm-hmm. earlier when they had the tag match. Yes. Uh, I don't think Swagger was in that match. I don't think he was. No, I think it was just Cesaro, mm-hmm. which was interesting. Uh, after that, you had John Cena versus Bray Wyatt. What
1: did you think of that match? I thought it was a really good match. Uh, I, you had mentioned that one of your favorite spots of the match is when he goes back, like backdrop, and then he's going to go to the five-knuckle shuffle. He comes in, and Bray Wyatt's up in that crab pose. Oh, that was the fucking coolest spot. And, man. It's because the camera work was so exa- good. I, that's what I was going to say. The directing of that yep. part. I mean, people in the crowd, they knew what was going to yep. happen. So, whatever. That looked cool. Watching at home... The camera whipping over and it just dead in his tracks yep. is like Bray Wyatt upside down. Awesome moment.
0: Cena sold it really well too. Um, where he like, he sees it, he's about to do the move. He sees him in that pose, like falls backwards and like lands on his ass and is like kind of like crawling away. Yeah. Cena looks scared and it makes me like his character so much more. Yeah. It gives him some kind of dynamic. Mm-hmm. Um I thought the match was actually pretty good. I yeah. I think people were kind of dogging on it uh, mm-hmm. because it's a Cena match. Yeah. I thought it was a pretty good match. I don't know what else you wanted out of it. Yeah. Uh, except Bray Wyatt winning because he's your favorite. You know what I mean? And, and uh, I— oh, No, 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 please, please, I was going to say,
1: and I was a little bit bummed because I really, really wanted Bray Wyatt to win because uh-huh. they built it up as this legacy match. And I thought it would be a cool way for—I mean, John Cena's never going to look bad. Mm-hmm. What a cool way! Lose to Bray Wyatt at WrestleMania—that gives him the like the power to go forward. Mm-hmm. But then you got to think a little bit more long term than uh, wins and losses. Bray Wyatt in the match looked awesome. Mm-hmm. John Cena looked scared as hell. Yep, that made Bray Wyatt look good. Yeah, and we've talked about this. I think last week and, and probably
0: prior. But Bray Wyatt looks like he's here to stay. Yeah, I don't want to say like, oh yeah, he's Undertaker or he's Kane. He's his own character, and I think there's room for believable, weird characters in the wwe because they work yeah They're, the the thing that works about wyatt is that he's believable he's a backwoods like cult leader yeah and he's got two wackadoos yep hanging out with him, mm-hmm. and you're just like i'm nervous when i see these guys and i love that because i don't know what to expect out of exactly them. and and bray wyatt plays that character so well the beginning of the match where he is on his knees with his arms open man begging cena to end him end me end me and doesn't and then there's a spot later at the end yeah where he brings the chair in and mm-hmm. gives it to cena and tells cena to hit him man uh they've teased people are talking about oh wow they teased a heel turn from cena they've done that spot before where cena has the chair and he's gonna do it and he's gonna do it and then yeah. he, he throws it down because he doesn't need it that's yeah. not the first time they've done that spot it's cool because it's bray wyatt because it's wrestlemania because of the setup for that it's a little different yeah um but really
1: cool he ends up hitting um uh, uh rowan or, with rowan it. yeah yeah yep. yeah
0: so cena wins with an AA. Of course, Which but I fine. think it's like the second AA, and I think Wyatt even hit his finisher and, and everything like mm-hmm. that. It looked good. Nobody looked bad in that match. No, really cool match. Um, so give it its credit. The match after that, uh, Undertaker versus
1: Brock Lesnar. Brian, what did you think of Undertaker versus Brock Lesnar? I st- I don't know what I think about it till right now. It's like forty. It's like what thirty six y- 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 hours yep, yep. afterwards, and I'm still sitting here like, I couldn't sleep that night. <laughs> I just kept like. It honestly felt like I had seen a like a horrible tragedy, and I loved that they did it. Mm-hmm. I agree, and there are, there are
0: people who are upset because Brock Lesnar wrote a part timer, all this stuff. Undertaker looked out of it in that match, right?
1: They're saying that he might have actually gotten a concussion, but <laughs> I feel like that's
0: dirty. I I, I I don't know. I feel like until I actually see it reported by somebody reputable, and I know Paul Heyman brought it up on yeah Raw, but I feel like that was in his promo. I don't know what yeah. I really believe there, and I really don't need to. Mm-hmm. Um. Undertaker looked off in that match in a big way. I know he hit the last ride, and I know he hit the tombstone, but his offense looked like really stilted, and it looked like he was a little bit lost. So maybe he did have a concussion. Brock Lesnar hit three F5s. Three. Three. And then it was after the third one. One, two, three.
1: I mean, you could hear a fucking pin drop in that place. The reaction shots of the crowd, hands down the best footage I think they've ever gotten in WWE history. Uh,
0: Big-faced guy dragging his hands down his face and moving it all like it was putty was hilarious. Black guy with glasses looking shocked was hilarious. I think guy in like Miami Marlins hat with his girlfriend (laughs) going, what happened? What happened? Paul Heyman's reaction. He was the cherry on top to to a match that I never thought I'd see. Never. Where it is one, two, three,
1: and then Paul Heyman, oh my God! Oh my God! It was... Perfect. It, oh, my God. And what what I loved is whether or not uh, uh, he actually had a concussion, whether or not Undertaker really was messed up somehow, yep. uh-huh. didn't matter because this is this is where good storytelling came in mm-hmm. regardless. Paul Heyman last week said, you have won 21 one in a row, yep. and in the past few years, it's become harder mm-hmm. and harder and harder mm-hmm. for you to win. And this time, it was the hardest, and he didn't win. His offense was just playing out snuffed. Yeah, he he really—I think Brian used that word to describe that match.
0: Snuffed is such a good word for that. He got—he just was blown out. No old school. Yeah. No, he almost—I think he went for old school and got, like, knocked down. Yeah. And I wonder if that's where, he, like, he got hurt or something, if he got hurt. But, yeah, like, went, he had one last ride. He had one tombstone. And the rest was, like—his strikes didn't look on point. Mm-mm. He wasn't diving around. He looked old.
1: He looked—I mean, he's 49. I don't, I don't blame him yeah. for, for what he did. Th- hey, man, way to go. And Brock Lesnar, 13 years is his junior. Yeah. like that's To me, that is a, a great way to solidify what I think the last 48 hours of wrestling was for, which is to show we love the old yep. era, mm-hmm. the era that our generation really likes, mm-hmm. but here's something new, mm-hmm. and here's something that you will not expect. We are really moving towards something else, and I, and I feel like, yeah,
0: that signified it. I wonder... I wonder what's next, because that Undertaker thing—that I think that was probably the last time we we're gonna see Undertaker wrestle. I—I I, I think I—I I mean, you think he's gonna wrestle Extreme Rules? I fucking don't.
1: I don't. I like, mean, you think he's gonna wrestle at SummerSlam? I don't. No. I the I the only thing I can see, and I wouldn't want to, in all honesty, is mm-hmm. him come back for next year's WrestleMania. And I, I, don't, I don't. I don't. Hey, this the streak's over. But yeah. No, I don't. I don't want. Hey, man, you went out.
0: You might not have gone out on top. Doesn't matter. The greatest of all time. Like, I, I like mean, the, one of the greatest wrestlers ever. Ever, 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 you like performer-wise and everything, and staying mm-hmm. power and, mm-hmm. and character-wise, so different, so unique, so interesting.
1: Yeah, great job. And and really, like if you look back at other last matches, mm-hmm. The Rock versus Stone Cold for mm-hmm. the last match of his career, and uh, and and it mirrored that a lot. The winner mm-hmm. left first. Yeah. The loser. I mean, think he got st- a standing ovation. Yeah, he stayed in yeah. the ring and kind of did his like last goodbye. The one thing that The Undertaker gave us is probably one of the biggest, if
0: not the biggest, WrestleMania moments of all time. Yeah. I mean, Andre and Hulk Hogan is, like, the one that everyone looks to is like, the body slam and everything. Undertaker losing at WrestleMania mm-hmm. is not something I ever thought I would see. Yeah. So he gave us incredible wrestling for 22 years. Yeah. And it was pointed with... One of the most shocking moments. That, that that's what wrestling is. It is a series of moments. Yeah. These moments that they want to stick with you for a really long time. One of the greatest greatest WrestleMania moments of all time. Ever. So good for him. Thank mm-hmm. you, Undertaker. Thank you. Uh, after that, we went to the Vicky Guerrero Divas Invitational, which wasn't even a terrible match. No, it, it actually wasn't. It, it had some. It had some pretty cool spots. Uh, uh, Eva Marie pushing Tamina and then like running. <laughs> uh, was... There were just, like, little moments back and forth where things were happening or whatever. It ended with AJ uh, making Naomi tap out to the Black Widow. I mm-hmm. thought it was interesting that it looked like AJ grabbed Naomi's hand and, like, made her tap out. Yeah, it really did it look was, like that. It was very funny. Uh, not a bad match. Mm-mm. I, I would have preferred, honestly, to see a one-on-one match or a triple threat Divas match. Something that was just more focused. solid. Yeah, yeah, focused. I think yeah. focused is the right word. Yeah. Um, Because, yeah, it did feel kind of scrambled. Mm-hmm. But... In terms of how to put on a show, it has to go up and down and up and down and up and down. And there's uh, good luck getting anything, anything from the else. audience after The Undertaker losing. The crowd was like hot all night. That happened. And then it was like somebody... It, like if the crowd was one person, it's like somebody went up to him and punched them in the stomach. Absolutely. And then was told, hey man, now you got to cheer.
1: Yeah. You, you needed that breathing room and it sucks that it has to be the Divas division mm-hmm. because... Man, there's a lot of good talent there, but you have to think about it in, like, what is most likely going to be the less, you know, mm-hmm. cared-about match. Mm-hmm. The Divas match, sadly. It, that is what it is, and they know it, so you book that between the two biggest matches of the night. Yep. I mean, especially after the literal punch in the stomach you got where we just sat there and, like— I mean, I, we stood up. that One, two, three
0: happened, and it was all of us looking at the TV with our mouths wide open. For a very long time, yeah. and then oh, and God. then it, it took a while. Everything happened or whatever, and then it was like a divas match. And I remember being there with Brian, going, "All right, let's watch Divas wrestling." <laughs> it was hard. It's hard, yeah. it's, especially after that moment. After a moment you never thought you'd see, it's hard to get back into it. Mm-hmm. But credit to the crowd because they did for the main event,
1: which was awesome. Yeah,
0: credit to the WWE and the crowd and Daniel Bryan for getting that crowd back into it. And and really making
1: it happen. And I also want to give credit to Randy Orton mm-hmm. because I think Randy Orton the past five weeks has been the best Randy Orton has been in a very very in a long time. Really long time. And the and the way he's been acting, the way he's been moving in the ring, the way he's been getting people to hate him, mm-hmm. and the dynamic that he's been giving that character, mm-hmm. I got to give him kudos yep. as well.
0: So I uh, think Daniel Bryan comes down, Batista comes down, Randy Orton comes down. Randy Orton got a live theme. It started with the Mercy Drive song. Yeah, It was the note of, boing, and we're waiting for, hey, like the, yeah. his old song. And then it's not, it's voices, but you're just like, did they really just do that? That's pretty cool. Yeah, uh, so which he, I like. He came down, and then it the match started. It was a lot of eliminating one guy, and then one-on-one, and then eliminating another guy one-on-one, and then it Triple H came down yeah. in his WWE like Network jacket. I was reading online, somebody had a funny point. They're like, within the story, Triple H lost, went backstage, produced a TV show, like a pay-per-view, huh. and, and like was wearing that jacket. Those are like his street clothes. He's like, I fucking lost. I got to go produce the show. Fucking do it. Go. Okay, what are we? Go. <laughs> and, then when, and then when Daniel Bryan is, looks like he's going to start winning this match, Triple H got up from his production seat, went, huh. I got to go do something about this, and then went out to the ring while his crew is going, Where's the boss going? Where's the boss
1: going? (laughs) What are we going to do? Somebody
0: has to produce the show. I thought that was- never even thought of that. I thought that was such a funny point. So whoever wrote that, good for you. Yeah. Uh, There was a- Man, Batista and Randy Orton teaming up on Daniel Bryan was awesome. Just, I think, for that spot of powerbombing Daniel Bryan into a reverse RKO through a table. Wow! They came out and stretchered him off. Yes, it looked really good, and then it was Batista mm-hmm. looking to steal it, and like there were like good moments of him smiling as he's covering as he's like covering Randy Orton, and yeah. the crowd fucking hates. Yes. him. Yes, they hated Randy Orton, they hated Batista, they fucking hated it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Rain, uh, Daniel Bryan makes a comeback, comes in, beats shit out of everyone, and then it's uh, Randy Orton on the outside, Batista in the middle of the ring with Daniel Bryan. Mm-hmm. Yes, lock. Batista taps as Randy Orton's trying to climb back in. Daniel Bryan's the new world heavyweight champion. Amazing. Awesome. Uh, that's He did it. He did it. He did it. What an, what an incredible night for wrestling where it is up and down moments that you have just been waiting for and mm-hmm. waiting for and stuff you never thought you'd see and a payoff that you've been waiting man. for for six months. It, man, incredible. It was. Uh, the uh, Awesome shots. Kudos to the directing and producing of that show. because there There were so many shots of like Daniel Bryan's celebrating with like the crowd and it's like this big confetti thing and and he's holding the two titles up and doing mm-hmm. yes and everything look great. What do you think of WrestleMania? Uh,
1: for a WrestleMania that I was excited for, for only one reason, mm-hmm. the show on the whole is probably one of the best WrestleManias I have ever seen. I, I agree.
0: It it is. It's gonna be tough to see other WrestleManias and be like, yeah, that's it, 30 was worse than that one. I think it's if it's not top three, it's top five. I because agree. it's it was really really incredible. It it, it had elements from past Wrestlemanias yes. uh that made it really big like the mm-hmm. Bret Hart uh having the opening match and the closing match in WrestleMania 10 and yeah. and uh, just the Undertaker streak being bo- broken and uh Cesaro getting this big push and the Andre the Giant thing. I mean everything about WrestleMania 30 was like on point, well done, loved it. Yeah. That brought us right into Raw the next night, which opened with Daniel Bryan coming out to an insane crowd, such a hot crowd. Chanting yes every time you You, you know, deserve go, it. Yep. Uh, hey, great great crowd on Monday mm-hmm. that didn't try again didn't try to get themselves over with mm-hmm. we are awesome chants. I mean really was into the show because the WWE gave them something to be
1: excited about. Exactly.
0: So Daniel Bryan is telling the crowd, You guys are the reason I got here. Thank you so much. He's, it's the big face promo where he has the two titles. Right. Triple H comes down and is so fucking pissed, it looks great. Yeah. And then he says, Your first title defense is against me tonight. I'm squashing you. That's it. We're done. He throws the mic and he leaves. Yeah. And Daniel Bryan is guessing as, mm-hmm. as he leaves. Uh, so the first match of the night was the Wyatt family uh, against Biggie Langston, Sheamus, and John Cena. Not a bad six-man tag. No, not at the all. The crowd loved the Wyatts. Mm-hmm. Didn't really love Sheamus. Hated John Cena. Was tough because they wanted to. I think they wanted to cheer Big E, but being on a team with Cena and Sheamus, it's T- like hard. Yeah, it's really hard. It's really hard. It's
1: the two people the
0: internet hates. Yeah, and then and then one guy who's like, we see something in you. Yep. Against a team that they fucking love. Mm-hmm. Uh really cool spots where cena gets like tossed out of the ring sheamus is doing like a lot of the dirty work and then just gets like the shit kicked out of him. yeah uh and then it ends with bray wyatt i think he's hitting sister abigail on biggie langston yep. as john cena i don't know if a lot of people picked up on that john cena was on like the entrance ramp sitting down like with his hands on his face like scared looking because I think this Wyatt's thing is gonna like keep hopefully gonna keep going for him. I like it. Me too. Uh, hey, have it keep going because then Bray Wyatt can win at another pay per view sometime, yeah. which I'm totally cool with. Yeah. Build the uh, story, don't just do a yeah. one match thing. Cena Cena looks scared. He looks like he is ready to lose. Like and it looks cool and it's great. Yeah. Uh so good match. Good opening match that the crowd was into. Channing, he's got the whole world in his hands and Bray's gonna kill you. <laughs> that, awesome.
1: Man, those chants were that, great. That was really, really
0: cool. Uh after that, during commercial. Bo Dallas vignette.
1: Oh, man. So we're getting
0: some NXT guys already coming up. They haven't said they haven't said when. It's just Bo Dallas soon. Yeah. But Bo's vignette of like, give 110%. I love you it. You always believe in yourself. I love it. He's going to come in and be like, you're a face? And then everyone's going to end up, I think, end up booing him because he's so like, he's an 80s face, which doesn't work in wrestling now. You mm. know what I mean? He's just like, hey, thumbs up. Big old cocky smile. Yep. Fuck you. It's going to be great. I love it. Uh, if you guys haven't watched Bo Dallas in NXT... He's a goofy heel who thinks he's a face. It's very much Kurt Angle from, like, 2000, 2001. Uh, that's how I see it, but that's me. Uh, after that, we have Fandango coming out in the coolest jacket. What, clunk, dude? That waistcoat that we've ever seen. <laughs> it's, it's all, like, fur-lined pe- peacock, peacock feathers. feathers. <laughs> Great. Um, he and Summer Rae against Emma and Santino. Mm-hmm. Uh, the crowd loved Fandango and Emma. Or Yeah, I think Fandango and, and Emma were, like, the two that really cheered a yeah. lot. So uh, Santino is really in control, and then Fondongo tags in Summer, and Summer comes in, and then she loses to the Emma lock. Emma hits all of her offense and looks good. Yep. He tweeted, I don't know if you saw this, he tweeted something today that said, hey, Summer, did you get my texts? It's, y- it's not me, it's you, or it's not you, it's me, whatever. Oh. And then she's like, yeah, I said it, and then I texted back, but you didn't text me. Why are you going public on Twitter about this? What's going on? And it's like, are they going to? take Fondango and make him like his own guy. I really like Summer, but like if they're going to do diff- something different with Fondango, I'm OK with that. They, yeah, yeah, I hope they do. So Santino, the one comment that Brian had during this match was, I like Santino's beard.
1: Yeah. It's I getting like, big. It's getting big. I like it. Mm-hmm. it. He doesn't look like as much of an idiot with it. <laughs> but uh, yeah, Santino, not a yeah. person I've ever liked.
0: Uh, we watched Raw here at the studio, at the Mega64 studio. Uh, thank you, Mega64, for hosting our file. Uh, we watched it here with uh, Sean, mm-hmm. Kevin,
1: and Rocco, and we were all thoroughly yep. Uh from Emma. That's great. I love her. Ke- Kevin came in right at the perfect time. Yep. We went, hey, Emma's wrestling. He's like, well, are they going to play her song? And then she and, won. And then she won, and they played her song. And so. Kevin was very excited. Yeah, it was great.
0: After that, Lesnar and Heyman came out, and Heyman cut a promo that the crowd fucking hated him for.
1: Thank you, Heyman. Awesome promo. Thank you.
0: Great. The best part was he said, He just kept going, Brock Lesnar is the one. There are superstars. There are champions. Brock Lesnar is the one in 21 and 1. Didn't get that? Let me slow it down. Brock Lesnar. And goes on that whole sentence for that slow, and the crowd is fucking tearing him apart. They hate him. Because it was a response to a what chant, right? Yeah. Yep. Awesome. Great. 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 Lesnar. Hey, way, way to play oh. the crowd. And you know what? I think you're right. I remember you saying, like, I think Lesnar's going to be going away for a while. And I think he is. I think that was his, like, little goodbye
1: for a little bit. Yeah. Which but, is which is totally cool to- with me. Totally fine. Everybody gets upset that Brock Lesnar is a part-time person. Mm-hmm. And they got, going back to WrestleMania match, they got upset that a part-time person beat The Undertaker. And Eric brought up the point, who's more part-time than The Undertaker? Hey, more wrestle more than one day. He, I don't know, man. He wrestles one day. Uh-huh. He, it doesn't get the only way it can get
0: more part time than that is if you manage one day.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Brock Lesnar comes in. He has a really good match. He does a, a great performance. He's one of the funnest people to watch. Mm-hmm. Like, why, do, why does that upset you? Would you want Brock Lesnar there every night? Hey, did you want to like be happy that the streak was broken? No.
0: No. So who better? Yeah. Did you want the streak to be broken? Then you go, fantastic, hooray. No. Jaw dropping moment, that's what they wanted. After the Heyman Lesnar thing, it was an Adam Rose vignette. Oh, man. Bringing up two NXT guys. Double so, it two, up. two NXT guys are coming up crazy. Mm-hmm. Uh, Adam Rose, I don't think, is ready. That's just me, whatever. Oh, uh, I agree after that it. was the Usos against Batista and Orton. Um, it was a double countout. Batista and Orton destroyed the Usos. Yeah. Not much else to say about that, except uh, Batista's socks look stupid as hell.
1: Yeah. Well, so do his shoes. Yeah. Everything about Batista looks stupid as hell. I, I didn't like the— I I thought it would have been cool if they won the Tag Team Championship, mm-hmm. but then I didn't like them, like— I mean, I guess how else do you end that match without yeah. them actually winning it? Exactly. Yeah, you
0: just do that. It puts him over his heels. That, that's all you needed. Yeah. Uh, RVD makes a comeback against Damian Sandow. Oh, man. Poor Damian Sandow. Poor Damian Sandow. Uh, Again. I don't, I don't know how you guys feel. I'm fine with RVD coming back. I don't love it. I don't hate it. He looks old. That's my only real note from this match. Yeah. Um thought Sandow looked fine. I just feel bad because he just keeps getting fucking killed every week. Whatever. <sighs> um, after that, Rey Mysterio comes out. Who's his opponent? Bad News Barrett. Comes out with like a gladiator cloak, the crowd fucking went nuts they for were this. excited. For I rewatched it. that match twice today. Really? Because the crowd was so hot on it. Hey, here's my one note from the match. If Wade Barrett wrestled in front of a British crowd every week, yeah. he would be world champion next month. <laughs> the crowd was chanting British shit, like British, like. Football chance. Oh, really? Oh, it was crazy. Oh, and can... then everyone doing the boom with him. Yeah. I love, hey, it doesn't do anything, but him turning the elbow pad inside out from black oh, yeah. to red is a great little thing. Yeah. I think he looks great in the ring. I thought do him too. And, I thought him and Rey Mysterio put on a good match. The... I, like, I like Bad News Barrett. But you know what? I liked Wade Barrett before he was Bad News
1: Barrett. Yeah. I like liked Wade Barrett back when he was uh, IC Champ a year yep. ago. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I thought he was really good. I've always liked his ring entrance uh-huh. of throwing off the cape. Now I. Guess. But um, I loved he did it a couple of times, and I really hope he brings it back into his repertoire. The mm-hmm. uh, bang bang DDT to oh, the Oh yeah. Uh, oh no no. He
0: he did the uh, he did the running the Cactus Jack elbow drop. Yeah. It was the uh, he would do it from the apron, dive into the outside, do the elbow drop. It was Cactus Jack did it. Yeah. And I thought that was a cool way. Hey, he actually asked McFoley if he could do that. Yeah. And Mick said yes. So very cool. And I thought that was great. I hope he does that more. You're right. You're I really love right. that move. Uh, after that, we had Alexander Rusev debut. Uh, Lana, super hot. <laughs> Rusev. Uh, I'm still not sold on him. He's fucking huge, mm-hmm. but I still, until he actually does something, I don't like squash matches. Until he does Never. something, I will keep saying this. He will be
1: dancing within a year. Yeah, that's it. I, I, hey, here's the thing. I, here's the thing. I like about Rusev. He's six feet tall. Uh huh. And he's like. Three feet wide. Yep. He is. So, he really is. So the ring presence he has mm-hmm. is awesome. I agree. The moves he does mm-hmm. look very different. Yeah. That uh, that kick that he did into the turnbuckle, yeah. the, the throws that he does are really cool, but don't put him in a squash match.
0: Yeah, I agree. But that that's how they always bring people in. The only person that I can think of that didn't come in just in like a squash match was Carlito, and he won the U.S. Championship off John Cena. But I think they saw something more in him than they do a lot of these other guys. Hmm. But whatever. Uh, so we had Rusev debut. He looked fine. Lana, Lana, Lana comes out and does her wh- whatever she says in Russian. I think she says like attention yeah. in Russian. I love it. Bulgarian. love it. and it's like I don't. I love it. I love you. <laughs> Stay around. This is great. King was scummy as shit. I love. But it. that's what the king does. So whatever. Uh, the Ultimate Warrior promo. Ultimate Warrior came out, and Ultimate Warrior came out and cut a promo and said, Ultimate Warrior lives forever. While the Ultimate Warrior was cutting a promo, we watched Buckwheat Groats music videos in yes, the we office. Do. We watched, if you guys don't know Buckwheat Groats, we watched Buckwheat Groats, Tom Hanks, and <laughs> oh, uh, no! McDonald's Millionaire Menu. Uh, no, million dollar menu. So we watched those two
1: videos and then the ultimate warrior was gone. So it was great. I went back and watched that promo because I. Oh, I went back and watched that promo because I wanted to see what he had to say. He wore a mask? Yeah, he put on the. Oh, I'm the ultimate warrior. I don't give a fuck about I, you. I, I don't I, care. He doesn't even look like himself. He's. he's
0: I don't care. I don't give a shit. Uh, Moving on. I don't care. <laughs> AJ Lee came out, and cut a promo with Tamina talking about how she's been champ. She's the best in the world. 295. Best, diva, best diva in the world. Got a CM Punk chant. She was looking for one. Yeah, I mean she she used all of CM Punk's yeah. like catchphrases. Two ninety five. She was, she was base, looking for champion. It. Yep. I,
1: does this is the question I have to ask? Mm. Are we not going to see her for a while? I don't know B- because you pull the title off of her really quick. It doesn't seem like they're gonna feud. I I don't know. Maybe
0: hey they they might. I really have no idea where they're going because Paige came out page set pages from NXT I think this was the right night to bring him to bring her in mm-hmm. because the crowd knew who she was and was super hot on her yeah um really super into her she didn't really act like herself like the way she was in NXT she came out to congratulate AJ AJ called her a crumpet um slapped her and said we're gonna have a match right now uh AJ lost yeah I'm page one with the page Turner um wow. it's almost like an Olympic slam but she goes like straight back I don't know yeah uh, it's hard to describe I guess it's She won. There's a new Divas champ. And immediately when that happened, the Divas title is, to me, infinitely more interesting than the U.S. title and the IC title. Because they did something with it. They are doing nothing with those two titles. And the Divas title has a fresh face with fresh matchups and an interesting story. Yep. That's it. You did it. You made the Divas championship interesting. Thank you. Thank you whoever decided to fucking do something with it. I really, really appreciate it. (laughs) Really appreciate it. It it was awesome. The crowd was super into it. Uh, Paige you could tell was like very emotional about it like it meant something yeah she's only 21 um, dude yeah she's a lot of years ahead of her if she stays healthy and wrestles the way she does which is a pretty safe style for what she does yeah um, she'll be around for a long time so good for her congratulations to Paige who's obviously a listener yeah um, she's totally listening to this oh, right yeah. I now. I mean, we
1: said just do something interesting. Yeah. and Yeah.
0: Didn't, didn't, I mean, WWE obviously listened to us. And yeah. We said do something. I know. So you're welcome. Fixing audio problems
1: in divas. Yeah. Divisions. The end.
0: Uh, Hogan came out after this and presented Andre, uh, the Andre the giant Memorial trophy to Antonio Cesaro, even though Cesaro got it the night before, whatever. Um, Zeb Coulter grabs the mic and mm-hmm. says, you need to apologize. You're not a real American. You're from Switzerland, whatever. And la, like, la, la. yeah. Uh, Cesaro grabs the mic and says, I'm not a Zeb Coulter guy. I'm a Paul Heyman guy. And within an hour, Paul Heyman (laughs) goes from the biggest heel to the biggest face. Oh, my God. The crowd went fucking nuts. (laughs) And we were going fucking crazy because we've been wanting this for a year. Uh, When Paul Heyman came in Mm -hmm. with Curtis Axel and he's like, this is my new Paul Heyman guy, everyone wanted to be Cesaro, and now it is. So Cesaro's got his new jacket, his new manager, uh, the way he wrestles, they called him the King of Swing, the way he wrestles, it, he is going to be around for a long time. He will. He will be pushed very quickly. He will probably have one of the mid-card titles very soon. Yes. And dominate.
1: Oh, I, I cannot would assume. wait. So cannot he had a, wait. He had
0: a match against Jack Swagger who came in and, and jumped him. Mm-hmm. Uh, had a big deadlift suplex. Uh, cesar had the big deadlift suplex from the second rope from the uh, outside to the inside. Mm-hmm. Hit most of his spots, and then Jack Swagger gets knocked to the outside and walks out on the match. Zeb Coulter goes, no, no, we're not doing this. We're leaving. Yeah. So they leave. That's fine. Hey, that's hey. gonna that's gonna go to a feud at Extreme Rules where Cesaro is gonna fucking kill him. Oh yeah. yeah, I think that is where it's going. Yeah. but that's what I think. So Paul Heyman now with Cesaro, very excited. Uh, after this, it was backstage with Kane, Stephanie McMahon, and the Shield, who we had not seen all night. No Shield all night. That's right. Uh, I had remarked on it like probably an hour before this. I'm like, we haven't seen. Where are they? Yeah, that's weird. Yeah, and then all of a sudden it was Kane getting hot at the Shield, going, "You guys, you don't know your place. You don't know what you're doing." Triple H is the one who set you up. Like, he's the one who told me to get you attacked. And then they had this shot of Stephanie and Kane, like a two-shot, where Stephanie's telling them to calm down, calm down, calm down. And then it goes back, and the shield's still there, and, like, they talk, and, like, they just walk out. When it was that two-shot of Kane and Stephanie, I wanted the camera to go back and shield to be gone like Batman.
1: That would have been awesome. That
0: would have been so fucking cool Yep. if they would have just been gone. Yep. That was a good promo, though. It I was re- great because it set up the main event. Yep. It was the main event. Daniel Bryan comes out first. Mm-hmm. Which was, the champ comes out first. You know there was one guy on the internet. I love who, that. who didn't wait to see where it was going, but was pissed. The champion is supposed to enter second. Typical Triple H. Has to get the spotlight. Always keeping Daniel Bryan down. You know there was one guy on some yep. forum somewhere. On Woo, or on Squared Circle, <laughs> or on any number of message boards who was saying that. Who and can then just wait. Exactly. So Daniel Bryan comes down. Crowd's crazy into it. Mm-hmm. Batista and Randy Orton come down. Mm-hmm. They attack him from two sides. Beat the shit out of him. Kane comes down. They beat the shit out of him. Like, destroy him. Triple H comes down. Mike Kyoto is saying, I can't start it. He's not, oh, no, he's, I can't start it. And Triple H says, You like your job? Start the match. The awesome so, spot. Yeah, exactly. Way. Mike Kyoto rings the bell. He rings the bell. Triple H starts moving on towards Daniel Bryan. The Shield's entrance music hits. They come down from the crowd. The, the crowd is nuts. They so, lost it. The Shield is making their way into the ring. Mm-hmm. Kane. And Batista and Orton are making their way into the ring. Triple H is going, we're not doing this. We're not starting this war. No, we're not doing this. Um, And then they keep getting closer and closer. And then Roman Reigns spears Triple H out of his fucking boots. And then it was the shield running rough shot on that whole team, tossing all the authority out except Triple H, who they circled. Triple H gets up, and he's like going, no, no, stop, stop. Turns around, huge knee from Daniel Bryan. Triple H gets pulled out of the ring. The authority is on their heels, reeling, moving up the ramp. The Shield does their pose with the fists. Daniel Bryan is doing the yes chant. Great shot, awesome shot. Oh my god! Awesome way to end Raw. Awesome way to end two days of wrestling. So 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 excited for what's gonna be going on in the next couple days. I, I mean, like or like the next couple weeks. Yeah. Really, really, really awesome. You guys sent us a lot of stuff. Did you have any more notes from uh, from
1: anything, Ryan? Uh, I had one note while going back and watching old WrestleMania's cuz I've been okay. reliving the streak this entire time just mm-hmm. cuz I you know, I hadn't seen a lot of those matches. Mm-hmm. Uh I'm almost caught up to where I first started but um did you ever like really pay attention to the backstage uh like locker room back in like the early WrestleMania? No what? It's I never realized how so obviously it's a set. Oh, there're still sets. I I know, but like it's like a doorway mm-hmm. with two lockers on each side or like uh, two sets of lockers. And then behind it, there's another like wall mm-hmm. with more lockers, but it's obvious that the wall is about six inches deep. Right. Yeah. Isn't that, it's, it's really weird. And like, I didn't, it's, you know what? I think it's cause it's lit funny too. Yeah,
0: because it's not just like the overhead lights. It's not. It doesn't. It doesn't have the high production value that, that you expect from WWE.
1: Yeah, and the lockers are so tiny. tiny. Yeah, but I yeah. mean, like now the sets are at least like, oh, this looks like it could be an office room. It's like lit interestingly room.
0: too, like yeah. like the backgrounds, like the the uh, the Shield Stephanie and Kane promo. Yeah. had like cool lighting in
1: the background. Yeah, and then all the posters of whatever they're promoting. Yep. yep. But this at least like cool. the locker rooms look like locker rooms mm-hmm. now. But I, I had never noticed that growing up. Mm. We got a whole bunch of emails from you guys. Yeah. Geez. Uh, if you want to email
0: us, at mega 64com Shoot us what you think, especially after pay-per-views. Thank you guys so much for submitting pay-per-view reviews for this pay-per-view. This is really what we were hoping for. We didn't ask for it because we didn't want to put too much on anyone and make you feel like you're expected to do anything. Yeah. But thank you so much because we want to rifle through these and read what you guys have to say. Love it. Our first one is actually a question from Eddie Rock. Uh which is a friend of Brian's. How do you feel about Heyman now managing both Lesnar and Cesaro considering that Lesnar is a huge heel and Cesaro is so over with the fans? I can't think of previous precedents where a manager is having a heel and a face client at the same time. Will fans be confused or on whether they're supposed to cheer or boo for him? Now, we talked about this. I think Lesnar is gone for a while. I think yeah. Heyman is just going to be over mm-hmm. with Cesaro and the crowd is so into it. Yeah. It's going to take a while for like Podunk, New Jersey and Memphis, Tennessee <laughs> and like different places that aren't like, big, big cities to yeah. really understand that. Yeah. Uh, but it, it will happen, and when you have such a good promo in Paul Heyman, he's going to be so easily accepted as a face yeah. for Cesaro's manager. I agree. Uh, so I think we'll quickly see that. Yeah. He all, Eddie also says, Regarding Taker, I hate myself for how okay I am with how things went down. Lesnar didn't earn that honor, but that's why it was so shocking. Thank you so much for understanding. Mm-hmm. Honestly, Eddie, thank you, because that is so well summarized. Yeah. Yeah. You are supposed to be upset and shocked because you there's we were so fucking complacent and the we talked about it like last week
1: yeah well obviously Undertaker's gonna beat Lesnar we'll move on we all knew what was gonna happen we figured he'd go out twenty two and zero yep. and like that was it we all knew that it was gonna be like undefeated yep nope nope uh our next one's from
0: Bill lovable Bill he says hey guys man oh man where to begin all I can say for sure is that all night watching this thing was a mind blowing roller coaster. He was fantastic in the beginning with The Rock, Stone Cold, and The Hulk and doing their intro bit. Triple H and Daniel Bryan was, fucking phenomenal, was a fucking phenomenal match. And what a first match to kick off WrestleMania. Yep. They sold it hard, uh, especially Triple H with uh, cold cocking Bryan, hitting the shoulder with a steel chair. Brutal stuff. Kane and the New Age Outlaws and Shield was fast and sweet. Nothing much more to say about that. I absolutely agree. Yeah. Um, over the top rope battle royal... I think everyone was in unison that this was better than the last Battle Royal. I yeah. agree. Bill wrote a lot here. You guys all wrote a lot. I'm just trying to like rifle through. You guys yeah. got a lot to say, and I love we it. We have I'm like so...
1: over ten. Oh emails. yeah, we have
0: we have a lot. We have a lot a lot of emails. Yeah. Um, Cena and the Wyatt's. While it's not while not going the way I wanted it to, it was still a good match, and I had a lot of fun seeing the mind games between Bray uh, that was pulling on Cena. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Uh, and we talked about that. Totally awesome. Lesnar and Undertaker, this is undoubtedly going to be much talked about subject, so I will try and keep it short, which is funny because this is the longest bit that he wrote about I know, that. I thought Ew. the same thing when I read it. <laughs> Lesnar sold that fight so fucking well as far as I'm concerned. He made it so believable that it just couldn't immediately tear apart a 49-year-old man in 10 seconds. Undertaker clearly looked bad and tired quickly. Uh, it, I don't know how early he suffered the concussion, but either way, the writing was on the wall. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think the biggest point that people miss is that it is always up to the Undertaker who is going to end the streak and pass the torch. He mm-hmm. chose Brock, and that is how it's going to be. Hopefully, Brock. Uh, hopefully, Brock will run with it and be more involved with the company, but that will have to be seen. I agree. Yeah. Uh, the Divas match. Oh boy, it was fun to see Emma doing some moves, but otherwise, it was a thing. I agree. <laughs> uh, you know, I thought I thought it was okay. He says probably the low point of the night, but. I think coming off of something as shocking as the Undertaker match, yeah. you have to have something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think Natalia doing a double suplex with two girls off of the corner school. Okay. Main event, triple threat, Randy Orton, Daniel Bryan, Batista. After everything else in the night, especially Undertaker losing, if Daniel Bryan didn't win this match, I expected a full-scale riot to erupt in the arena. <laughs> I've got to give it to everyone involved. They sold everything beautifully. There were many times I was legitimately thinking Brian wasn't going to win, especially after the Batista bomb into the RKO th- on the Spanish announce table. They used the Spanish announce table, and not the French one. Yeah. There was a French announce table, and they didn't yeah. go through it.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: I was joking all night with people how invincible the Spanish announce table was looking, and lo and behold, the main event finally took it out. It was a fantastic main event, mm-hmm. and I was excited as all hell that Brian got the submission on Batista. It was a fantastic way to end a fantastic push, and I really look forward to seeing what's going on, what's going to be going on next. I absolutely agree. 100% Thank you, Bill. This email is from Andrew. Hey guys, I don't have a question, but I thought I'd share my opinion on this year's WrestleMania, which was possibly my favorite WrestleMania to date. Very cool. Uh, Cesaro was incredible as always, the Wyatts were spooky as hell, and Brian's victory made me feel like a kid watching WrestleMania 10 years ago. Only disappointments were the Shield's limited screen time and Lesnar versus Undertaker match. I don't even mind that Undertaker lost. It was quite admirable that they decided to kill the streak, but that match was so uneventful. I was barely paying attention when Lesnar went for the cover, and nobody involved seemed to know what was happening. That didn't bother me like it did so many
1: other people, though, and I still really enjoyed the show. That's great. But, you know, he kind of brought up an interesting point there that, like, he he almost wasn't paying attention. Honestly, I don't think the match itself matters. No, it... it it wasn't. It was the. It was the fact that the streak.
0: That that's the big thing. Yeah, that is the point. It, but
1: it, the match itself, honestly, it it's exactly what we said. We're all like, whatever, you know, uh, who cares? The match itself doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. The the fact is, you didn't think it was going to happen. Yep. And while you weren't really even paying attention, it happened. Yep. And and it was so shocking,
0: in a moment where you were absolutely complacent. Yep. I'm, were you not? Honestly, hey, if you weren't complacent and thinking that Undertaker was walking out, if you actually thought, and don't bullshit us, yep. if you really, really honestly, in your heart of hearts, thought that Lesnar was going to beat The Undertaker, email us and let us know why. Because I would love to get some per- perspective on that. Yeah. Because I got, that'd be awesome. I have no one telling me that they thought Lesnar was going to win. No one. No one. No one that legitimately said that except outside of like snarky comments and yeah. stuff. No one legitimately thought Lesnar was going to win. Mm-hmm. Awesome. I thought it was great. Yeah. This next email is from Brett. I feel like I'm supposed to be upset about Undertaker's streak ending, but I love it. I was honestly bored of The Undertaker just showing up for WrestleMania, winning, then going away. It got to the point where I wouldn't even pay attention to his matches because I knew exactly what was coming. With this, they made it exciting again and got a huge reaction out of the fans. Well said, and I agree. When it aired, I didn't watch Triple H versus The Undertaker in Hell in a Cell. Oh, really? I skipped it. I didn't care. Huh. Because I knew Undertaker was going to win. That is complacency to a T. Yeah. I mean, I really thought, I just knew that eh, Undertaker's got it. Whatever. Yeah. I don't have time for this. Hmm. That's it. So uh, I'm glad somebody else sees that as well. This next email, again, we have a lot of emails, <laughs> from JD. JD says, hey, guys, love the show. And looking forward to hearing your thoughts on Mania this week. I figured I'd throw in my two cents, which we love. Thank you very much. I didn't actually tune in on time. So unfortunately, I missed the Fatal 4-Way tag and most of the Triple H, Daniel Bryan, but caught the last five or six minutes. Five or six minutes, which were very intense. Yep. Felt like I blinked and missed the Shield versus Authority match. Having them come out and destroy Kane and the New Age Outlaws in three minutes was fine by me, though. Good. I'm glad other people feel yeah. that way. Because I, I felt like it was fine that they came in and did that. It made them look really strong. Originally, I had Alexander Rusev peg to win the Battle Royal, which we talked about. And yep. we did as well if he was in it, but he wasn't in it. No. But he wasn't even in it. <laughs> Cesaro looked like a champ out there as usual. As much as I love the chemistry between him, him and Swagger, that dude is definitely going places in the very near f- near future. Absolutely. Absolutely agree. Uh, Cena versus Bray Wyatt was excellent the whole way through until Cena won. Of course. Your, your favorite didn't win. I yeah. understand that feeling. Did he really need the win? Yeah. John Cena wins at WrestleMania. That's just, that's, that. it sucks that that's the way it is, but that's the way it is. Bray, And, and you know what? I don't need, I don't think that Bray needed that win
1: yet. No. No. That's what I was saying earlier. Mm-hmm. It, it honestly, build it to something bigger. Mm-hmm. Uh, Braille bounced back pretty easily, but it mm-hmm. left a bad
0: taste, bad taste in my mouth after what was otherwise a pretty damn good match. I agree to a point. I think it was a great match. But yeah. yeah. Uh, Lesnar versus Undertaker honestly wasn't that great, and I think that's a consensus is that the match wasn't incredible. Uh, but I mean, yeah, you're right. It wasn't about the match; it's about the streak. Yeah. I still don't really know how I feel about the streak being broken. I'm definitely not as outraged uh, at it being Lesnar as a lot of other people seem to be. But I still, I'm still kind of reeling from the fact that it was broken in the first place. Taker looked old out, old, as old as ever out there, so I can understand if that was his call. And I agree, we talked about that. He did look very old. Yeah. Uh, Diva clusterfuck was surprisingly, <laughs> Diva clusterfuck was surprisingly decent. Uh, once most of them got knocked to the floor, glad AJ retained. She's got some mileage left in her. Uh, and then you watched her all the next night. Yeah. The triple threat was decent enough. Orton and Bryan had gotten kind of stale, and I was expecting. And I wasn't exactly expecting Batista to put on a clinic, so not having a match on the level of WrestleMania 20 was fine with me. The real story there was, well, the story. Whether this was the plan all along, the result of the Yes Movement, or a rewrite because Punk walking out, it doesn't really matter. We're here now. Hopefully this reign lasts longer than, the, than his last two. Yeah, well, so far it has because yeah. it's longer than a night.
1: Yep. Uh, <laughs> Jesus.
0: That was a bit wordier than I'd intended, so feel free to shorten it if you like. In closing, I'll say this. I want to gouge my fucking eyes out every time the crowd chants CM Punk for no goddamn reason. Cheers.
1: I, hey, I agree, and thank you for saying that. Yeah. Hey, I miss CM Punk. Let him be gone for a while. Yep. There's no way... There's there's not really where like anywhere for him to be right now. No, I, I agree, and I think that this was...
0: Seeing this big youth movement in WWE mm-hmm. is very interesting. In Raw, they showed the... Like the debut soon of two new characters from right. NXT and a new NXT woman, like a woman came who came up. Yeah, you're kind of not missing CM Punk. Mm-mm. Uh, I get it. He'll probably come back for WrestleMania next year. Honestly, I really believe that. I, I do think too. I think he'll come back and he'll main event. That'll be it. Yeah. Um. But I feel like week to week, I'm not missing him as much as I originally thought I would. Yeah. Um. And and I think that is credit to having Cesaro in a bigger spot. Yep. And Daniel Bryan in a big spot. Yep. Uh, and. To be fair, we are coming off a very high high. You know what I mean? Yeah. Of two days of like incredible wrestling. Yeah. So there is some of that to it. Uh, but yeah, I'm not not missing CM Punk as much as I thought I was going to be right away. I guess. <laughs>
1: this
0: next email is from Aaron. The tag team match on the pre-show was fine. The Usos winning was fine since it led to the Real American split. Love that team, but I'm ready for everyone else. For I'm ready like everyone else for Cesaro to move on to bigger and better things. Rock, Hogan, and Austin in the same ring. Awesome. Daniel Bryan versus Triple H was an awesome match, I felt. Bryan selling arm injuries was amazing. Kane versus the New Age Outlaws, and uh, Kane and the New Age Outlaws against the Shield was a head-scratcher. Shield completely squashed the bad guys, which was fine, I guess. No split up for the Shield like everyone thought, which I'm also fine with. Me and Bryan talked about this also. Yeah. You realize two months ago, everyone's like, ooh, they're, gonna, they're splitting the Shield right now. That's yeah. it. They're splitting the Shield. Credit to the writers and going, hey, guys, we sell a lot of miles in this team. Do you, think, do you think that's what happened, or do you think they wanted to tease a break just to have— I, I think that they were moving towards a break in a match at WrestleMania. I absolutely believe that. And then they went, we don't need to. It, just because it seems like perfect timing now, and it's, oh, it's WrestleMania, it's a big stage. Don't feel like you have to do it. Yeah. Don't push those moments. Mm-mm. And WrestleMania was filled with moments in itself. Yeah. So you didn't need this breakup. So kudos to them. The Shield is still together. It's great. We're very happy about that. Uh, Andre the Giant Battle Royal was a clusterfuck. I heard the Divas match was a clusterfuck. Huh. Uh, I was really hoping it'd be more of a Royal Rumble-style match, which it was, yeah. except except people just started. That's a battle royal. Yeah. Battle royal means everyone's in the same ring at the same time. Yeah. No surprise entrance either. Brad Maddox was surprising. I guess he announced it. Yeah. Uh, very happy with the outcome. Cesaro looked like a monster body-slamming Big Show over the top. Agreed. Mm-hmm. Cena and Wyatt was decent enough, though the whole story about Cena not wanting to really use weapons was silly considering he's used weapons plenty of time on other people. I like the band playing Bray down to the ring. I thought that was cool. And the crowd waving their hands and being super into yeah. it was really cool, too. Yeah. I think everyone that got a live entrance lost. That's right. Hmm. The triple threat, the title was awesome. Brian looks like a million bucks. Batista bomb RKO combo through the table was rad. I honestly thought Batista or Orton could win with the results uh, after the results of the streak match. Which, speaking of, what the fuck? <laughs> That's really all need- that needs to be said. I'm fine with Taker losing as long as it's someone who will benefit majorly from it. Brock Lesnar is not someone who needs to benefit from it. He's not an up-and-comer. He's not had his time. He's uh, he's a future Hall of Famer, no doubt. I'm sure the decision to lose came from The Undertaker, but I still don't get why they chose Brock. Uh, it was apparently under... Okay, sorry. It was apparent that The Undertaker was on his last legs in that match, but to lose? What the fuck? Loving the <laughs> podcast and the fact that you two are best friends. Uh, thank you. I mean, hey, we don't agree with... Uh, Every opinion you had, but uh, I mean, like, it's nice to have, hey, if you guys have something to say, you know, and, like, hey, we disagree with you, please please let us know, because uh, I, I would love to get the other side of what we have to say. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like our opinions are pretty middle of the road, too. Yeah. Uh, I don't think we have any really controversial stances here. Uh, our last email, our last email <laughs> from Brody. Hey, guys, love the show as always. I've jetted down some notes during the show as I watched it. Daniel Bryan versus Triple H. Holy shit, Triple H doing a Tiger suplex. Totally forgot about that. Oh, that's right. Triple H did an awesome looking Tiger yeah, suplex. He did. It was great. And Daniel Bryan took it awesome. It looked really good. I
1: forgot sold, about that.
0: Sold more of the shoulder on Daniel Bryan. Mm-hmm. Awesome, awesome, awesome Tiger suplex. Uh, Steph, you are a true champion. Top quality match. Mm-hmm. Absolutely agree. Uh, Battle Royal. It was a thing. Cesaro's the fucking man. I thought it was better than it was just a thing. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, you know
1: what? It pushed the right guy, I feel. Yeah, uh, and that's all that matters.
0: Cena versus Bray Wyatt. There's just a note here that says Papa Shango with a question mark. Nope, just the Wyatt's. Hey, it's Cena. Holy shit, this crowd is chanting for both Cena and the Wyatt's. Is Cena taking a shit or is he upset? I don't know what part of the match you're talking about. What are
1: you? (laughs) Maybe,
0: maybe both. Bray is second strongest heel question mark in the company right now. I think he's just the strongest guy. Yeah. uh, Fruity Pebbles triumphs. You know what? John Cena's on that like the cover Fruity Pebbles box, whatever. Um. There has been something going around the internet where John Cena's, go, John Cena's song goes, dun-dun-dun-dun, dun 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 Yeah. The crowd last night to that was chanting, John Cena sucks. That's what I always John say. John Cena sucks. Yeah. So that's been, that's a thing now. Yeah. Uh, so hopefully that continues. That and John Cena's here. <laughs> He's really here. Uh, Undertaker versus Bronk Laser. Thank you. Uh, amazing entrance and real for The Undertaker. That was a very cool entrance. Mm-hmm. We didn't even talk about that. All the caskets and then setting the last one on fire. Yeah. That was rad. I forgot <laughs> about that. So very cool. Uh, is my TV broken or is he really that red? He is a very, he's, he has red hair. He's a ginger yeah. guy. So we, he doesn't just tan, he burns. Yeah. That's how he looks. Yeah. Watch, old, watch him like a long time ago. Like he, 2001. He really looked like that. Yeah. Uh, and I think that's why he was like a gothic character because he didn't tan uh great back and forth uh, from both of them wins the undertaker going to take off his mask revealing that he's really vince the whole time wait that really is the undertaker and he lost could have picked a better person to end the streak but it had to happen sometime his next note just says divas with a 12 exclamation points <laughs> hey guys look it's divas look please love us fuck that's it <laughs> uh, daniel bryan versus mr jeans versus randy holy shit daniel bryan Oh, wait. It's mostly just Orton and Dave. Fuck. Stop. Okay. Thank you. Those knees. Brian. Brian! Yes!
1: I think he literally jotted them down as he, he saw he them. He did.
0: Hey, hey. I, I like that. Hey, Brody. I like it. That was cool. Thank you very much for sending us your feedback. Um, We had to jam a lot of stuff into this one-hour podcast. We went a couple minutes over. I apologize. But we weren't going to go longer. Mm-mm. Hey, guys. I think... um. Next week, uh, we will have our regular show, and then coming very soon, we're going to try to have uh, maybe a guest on, and we're going to try to do, if you're interested, let us know, a live stream on Twitch, where, yeah. we're do, where we do this live, we record it live, you guys can watch it and chat and everything like that. Um, so we're trying to do stuff like that in the very near future. Uh, let us know what you think, because yeah. hopefully we're going to be doing that. I'm going to be at PAX East this week, so uh, I'm going to be a little MIA uh, unless you're at PAX, then I will be very findable. I will be at uh, booth, I think, 390. I hope I got that right, because it's in the record now. Uh, Mega64 booth, we are right with Rooster Teeth. Uh, come over and say, hey, let's talk wrestling. I absolutely would love to talk wrestling if you guys want to do that. I can take a, a short break from selling t-shirts uh, to do that. Uh, mega64.com is the place where this file is hosted. Mega64 booth at PAX East. Uh, we're going to have a lot of new merch. at lot. Exclusive merch, too, at, uh, at PAX East that you guys can definitely come and check out. Get together. If you're not going to be able to make it, maybe somebody can buy some stuff for you. You can PayPal them. They can send it to you. That's kind of hopefully how some stuff will work. Got but shirts. Yes. We got a whole bunch of stuff. Uh, some uh, lobby cards for Kudoragi's yeah, Way. That, Very cool those stuff. Look really cool. So again, thank you, Mega64, uh, for hosting us. Thank you, Loot Crate, again. And uh, if you guys want to get a hold of us on social media, it's uh, Twitter, you, at GoHomeShow, mm-hmm. uh, thegohomeshow.tumblr.com. Facebook is The Go Home Show. You can email us at gohomeshow at mega64.com. And don't forget, you subscribe on iTunes.
1: Oh, yeah. So hey. yeah. and
0: we're on YouTube. We are. That is right. That uh, will There will be probably a little teaser thing at the beginning of this where we'll talk about it. Thank you for reminding me for the end of the show, though. Absolutely. If you guys don't want to download the file, because I know it's 150 megs and I feel kind of bad, um, Go to youtube.com slash Eric Bedour. I'm just uploading them to my personal YouTube channel and putting them all out there. I didn't want to start a new channel to have this. It's just, I'm putting it there. If you just want to watch them and you want to leave feedback, have discussion on that. Yeah. I would love, because we will get in contact with you. Me and Brian will be there. We'll be talking with you guys back and forth. You have some stuff to say about the show. You have some stuff to say about wrestling. We'll get in contact with you, talk back and forth, just in the comments section. Yeah. Uh, We would love to have you guys listen there if you want to listen there instead of you, uh, instead of, uh, let's see. Instead of iTunes, instead of uh, Twitter, instead of Tumblr, instead of just the file itself, yeah. uh, anywhere you want to get it, we're trying to make it as easy to find us as possible. So uh, check us out on all those uh, social media venues. It'll be awesome. Yep. So
1: uh, Brian, that's another episode in the books. What do you think of this week of wrestling? This week of wrestling is probably the. This week is the best I've seen in so very long. Mm-hmm. I am so excited moving forward. Mm-hmm. I hope they keep this whole head of steam. Woo! Very excited. Well, guys, uh,
0: that'll do it for the eighth episode of The Go Home Show. Brian, say good night. Good night.